0: It's the second cup of Joe and John with Joe Elvis and John Dwyer.
1: Joe, hello, John. Does your wife scratch your back?
2: Not ever? enough. Ever? I was. You say that because I was up against the <laughs> as we were waiting for our we're like two, super fantastic guests. I was.
1: We're like two bears in the forest looking for a tree
2: i was rubbing my back and you and you probably thought do you need to be alone with that post i go no i just i was but i can't i've got this spot i
1: can't reach it either and i know and it's all
2: about moisturizing
1: well it's all about the corner spot so you had a nice corner like this corner wall it's a little not it's too rough it is too too smooth what you like a smooth rub i didn't like the dig i'm on a dig i got a dig (laughs) and i can't reach it because of my man boobs yeah. and my gut, and I can't get my arm all the way back there. And it's right there, so I'll say, Kim, you know, I'll do this. I'll do the turn, Kimmy. and Kim- she knows Kimmy. she knows what's coming. Yeah, and I get oh the eye roll, the eye roll, the, and the everything, the, 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 the sighing. Why the- do I? Have to- Whatever, marry you. What am I going to do? What are you going to do
2: for me? I maxed out the credit Thank card. I, no, yeah.
1: Usually that is well. You haven't scratched mine. Yeah. So it's no, actually, Lindley is adorbs. No, she's fantastic. She's adorbs, great. No. But, but will you just scratch us a little bit?
2: No, and I'm not. I'm not getting near you. I'm not going to touch I didn't
1: you. Mean to you? That was a rhetorical. Mean, question.
2: Oh, was it? Okay, because I, I thought that was. I thought we were crossing. <laughs> no, we're not. Gonna, we, you and I have boundaries. Okay, we've known I, each other a
1: long time. That's what we should do. What should we do? The wives will come in, and we're both scratching each. Other's backs so and see what this led to. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you were upstairs fault. in your
2: nonprofit office it's in East Nashville, fault. it was awfully <laughs> quiet up there, anyway. It's all right, quiet. let's get to our guest. <laughs> hey, we know people,
0: let's take a spin through Joe and John's Rolodex,
2: and it ends in why. Vicky Yates. <laughs> a-
0: How about Blind, that? How Blind, about we have Yates. the
2: we have News Channel 5's legendary Vicky Yates in the house oh, on the second yeah. cup of Joe. And John.
3: I'm so glad to be here. Are you? I am.
2: So yeah. good to have you here.
1: Thank you. Vicky, will you scratch my back? I would scratch your back. Thank you. I don't have a problem with. It. See?
2: Oh. <laughs> There's so much more out there. It's amazing we had, don't have more sponsors.
1: Vicky, it's uh, it's great where we can just say your name and folks know who you are. You've been uh, if you've lived or grown up in Nashville over the past thirty years, of uh, you've experienced you especially lately on uh, through the four and the six yeah. era and the uh, you got to do the kind of afternoon. Evening,
3: I did. I got the good shift,
1: and so is that (laughs) because (laughs) yes, you did. None of this 10 o'clock. I'm just exactly, I'm just gonna interject my non TV career. Mine was short, uh, but for two longevity, long term runners in TV, uh, a TV life can suck. You know, if you're doing mornings, you're in bed by whatever, yeah, that's right, and if you're doing nights, you're getting there. You know, two-ish and exactly. you're home at eleven thirty. So if you have a family that can be a difficult a uh, thing. So you had the golden schedule. Is that something you earned schedule. over you earned over I, time? I, she I earned think so
3: it. just over time, they kind of like said, Hey, do this. You know, what what do you think about doing coming in at ten and then you can go home at seven? And I'm like, sign me up. That yeah. would be good. And That's I terrific. don't
2: like this uh, so you just uh wrapped up that broadcasting career. I did. I don't like the R word because you're too young. You got too much going, right? (laughs) Does that bother? And it bothers me when they're like, oh, you've
3: retired. I go, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I
2: did, but I don't.
3: Are you okay with that? I am. I think when you say retired, you think of old people who are like, sitting around doing nothing and that's not what it is anymore people want to retire i think without before they get to the point where they can't do anything which I is would, what you've done yeah so what are you doing now so now i'm doing a little bit of everything i'm still not sure what i want to do and i don't want to do anything full-time because if i did i would have stayed at news channel five right sure. so right now i'm kind of working with a lot of non-profit groups i'm working with another television station um, you can but, say it, is there, Do there- no, you decide to non-compete no, or something? No. Yeah, you're Come right. and sue me, There's I'm Vicki no. Yates.
2: <laughs> See how that works out.
3: I'm doing just like small things for NPT. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. So Perfect. I just, it's great to work for nonprofits. If I was so. in charge or
1: something, I would gather all, like Demetria Kaladimos was a guest on this show, and right. she's big back into the Nashville banner. Uh, that's her, baby. Sure. Uh, where er, you all still have your great talents, but it's here. I just want a part of you, but not all of you. Just right. con- contribute what you want, and then go about your world. Exactly. And John's another great example. Right. He's got a ton to contribute, uh, but I doubt he would jump knee first back into TV and that life and schedule again. Not full
3: time. Would you? No. Well, full time? No. Oh. <laughs> no. And I tell you why. And, and if
2: you, if you are Nash- oh. this is Nashville centric. We love going down memory lane. We right. don't want people to know exactly when this was recorded. So we don't do a lot of current events, sure. but I will say this. I, I had a conversation with a buddy of mine, uh, Saturday and, and he's about to turn 60. We just turned 60 and, uh, the question was if you could go back and be thirty-five or forty-five or fifty-five. I, I choose not to. I'm glad I got out during the social media and exactly. all that. And I've been out ten years V.I. And so you you grinded through that, but. And I remember getting into the business at 21, and 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 people leaving it. And I'm like, why would anybody leave this business? And, the, and the, <laughs> what did they? Because it's cha- it's not the same. It truly isn't what it was it when really you isn't. you went to Michigan State.
3: Michigan State. Yep.
2: You worked in uh, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, I in
3: Toledo. I worked in Toledo. Oh, okay. Cincinnati. All right. So
2: was Toledo your smallest market? It was. Oh, which means she was really talented. (laughs) What were you You starting to if you don't start, you know, people start in Helena Uh, or Point Borough, Alaska or Amarillo, Texas or Dothan, Alabama. Vicki, nah, big city. I'm doing I'm doing Toledo.
3: Toledo was not a big city. Trust me. But what was your role back then? Were
1: you you just a street reporter?
3: Yeah, I was a street reporter and loved every minute of it. You did. How you know, come I did? Because you got to learn so much. First of all, I'm from Detroit and I would drive to Toledo every day because and it was like an hour 15 minute drive one way because I you wanted to work. You did that every day. Yeah. There was a gig there. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and you so didn't I want did to it. work
2: in Grand Rapids. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too good for that. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. Flint, that,
3: but- <laughs> Marquette. Yeah,
1: Flint. Marquette, Michigan, right? Yeah. <laughs> So your Cincinnati um, days were W K R C Yeah. Which um, I was Nick Clooney there yes. in that time. So Nick Clooney is George Clooney's father. Right. And my family I'm from is all Cincinnati based in King's Are Mills really? area.
3: Yeah. Oh my goodness.
1: And so Do you remember uh, her or no? Well, I would have been <laughs> uh, You're too you know, damn old.
3: I was in I I was there from eighty one through eighty four.
1: Sure. I would have been up there. I would wow. have seen you then. Um and it was uh George uh, Nick Clooney was just it. He was, yeah. He was the Chris Clark, the Dan Miller of Cincinnati, Ted, Ted Baxter, exactly.
3: Yeah, all the out.
1: all the above. Some people are who's that? I have no idea who that is. Uh, so, but was Cincinnati memories, right? was that 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 would have been the biggest city for you at, the, the time? at that
3: point. Yeah, yeah, that was the biggest city, and I had a chance to anchor. We had an eleven o'clock newscast, eleven o'clock in the morning newscast. And I got to do that, and then I would go out and report. So I was doing kind of both jobs, which was great because you didn't get bored. And it was just such a pleasure to work with people who cared about their jobs. You know, you go some places, and, and I haven't been to a lot of them, but you go to some places, and people are just there for the, the shine. They mm-hmm. want to, you know, say, I'm on TV. Well, you have to work <laughs> to stay on she TV. She said that a lot
1: like how, how I would say
2: it, <laughs>
3: that's, that's how a, I used
1: to say it. That's a huge <laughs> statement right there. Yeah, it is. Uh, because in my several decades in radio and some in tv it reflects that same example what do you want to do i, I want to be on the radio right. or i want to be on tv right okay well They're here's people, the camera people don't last what are you going to do what are you going to say oh didn't think of that yeah and so it's really a love i would always push uh writing communicating exactly. do you like to tell a story right or what what is it that you like i liked music so that's where i knew my source about but It's, uh, you got to know your craft.
3: You do. And so many people just, yeah, I would talk to young people who'd say, I'd really like to talk to you about being in TV. And I'm sure, you know, what would you like to know? Well, like all my friends say that I'm, I'm really pretty or, you know, I've got a good voice. And so, and I'm like, well, why do you want to be on though? I mean, that's fine. But why do you want to be on TV? Well, because of kind of that, (laughs) and you you have to break it down and say, you know what? This is like a career. It's not because if it's just your face you'll be replaced. You know, somebody else will come with a, a better face or whatever or a more interesting face. You have to have, you have to know your craft. And I think that that's what a lot of people didn't know or, and some of them still don't know that. And, if you know,
1: it's, I think that should be on a t-shirt. If it's your face, <laughs> you'll be replaced. <laughs>
2: Longevity does not mean greatness. But in your case, not only did you have the years, but you right. had uh, the gravitas, the awards. You worked at a at in at, at a arguably one of the greatest stations, big, mall, small, medium-sized market. Channel Five's reputation. Not that every place is great, but a lot of newsrooms, radio stations can be toxic. That's true. And uh, you know, you've been able to kind of go out on your terms, which is not yes. always the case. Uh, but those young, I, I want to dive back a little bit to your young days. Sure. Uh, do you? Uh, some of my best memories. Uh, not with the Titans going you know, to the Super Bowl or covering a World Series or an Olympics. It was, you know, doing that story on that Little League team or getting to know a kid that, 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 that lost his legs, but he was still playing basketball. So, exactly. I don't know. Just Do you do Those you kind of yearn never- to I, – I always enjoyed the grinding when we were I kids, too. right? And I did, too. eating ramen and all that, yeah. right? Did you do that?
3: <laughs> well, I was married young. So I didn't oh, eat the ramen okay. because I was cooking. <laughs> I had to cook I for me. was ramen. <laughs> yeah. Ramen just didn't get it, but but I understand. But yeah, I just kind of like the. Uh, I remember doing a story. Actually, it was the first Emmy I won. Um, we did a story on a. Family. We we were doing a story on families who had multiple births, and how what how do you cope when you've got like two or three kids at the same age, and you may have had some other kids. So Recreational you've got, you've drugs added to would it. be yeah. what gets you through that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and some they didn't tell us that, but that's quite possible. <laughs> so we did that story, and I remember the one guy saying. I said, so when you found out you were having triplets, what would you say? And he's like, oh, no. And his wife looked at him like, what?
0: (laughs) I'm right here. (laughs) Exactly.
3: (laughs) And I just thought it was so great because we were delving into stories that people don't think about. What's it like to have, you know, triplets or twins? And then, ironically, I had twins. And so I kind of, not at that point, but farther down the line. Funny how. Yeah.
0: God has
2: plans yeah, for you. Exactly. Make lap, them laugh. tell your plan. That's
0: right. Oh, my but,
3: goodness. But things like that. I've got so many stories that I used to just really, you know, at first you'd think, oh, how can I make this different? But you would find once you got into the story how different it was or how something you hadn't thought of kind of comes up.
2: Yeah, good stuff.
0: Common sense would tell you not to look to Joe and John for this, but time for life lessons from Joe and John. Or from Vicki Yates.
3: Life lessons.
0: Vicki, life lessons,
1: uh, easy for you to talk about now. Maybe it was uh, in Toledo, in Pittsburgh, in mm-hmm. Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Something that you were making a drive, an hour plus each way to Toledo. Yeah. Life lessons where you said, everybody has that burn that says, this is the right thing to do. I want to do it. What What was it in your life, maybe just one stick out where you said, this is my call, my pull. I need to be doing that. And that could be working. You did the uh, Vanderbilt Children's Hospital mm-hmm. thing for years. Just I did. something that was a pull for you, where you said, eh, "I got to jump on that."
3: I think it was probably um, actually. I think it was probably at in Cincinnati when I was there. I, I had been hired already for a for doing a, a an anchor spot, and I said, "Well, you know what? Okay, I'm going to do a good job. I'm going to, you know, everything's going to be fine." And then I talked to some of the people who worked there, and they were just so vehement about getting things right and you know this is quality and and to me i was like okay i got to jump you know step my game up up. right yeah. yeah and i think that's what it was and when i did i felt differently i felt like wow i really did put something into that that i May not have in Toledo, because Toledo was my first anchor job, and I'm learning on the the job. But there, they were just so into quality newscasts and checking things out. And you mentioned Nick Clooney. I remember one instance when I had done a story, and I went home, and I'm looking at, of course, you want to see yourself. So I turned it on. <laughs> You're criticizing, like, oh my hair, oh my god, but no. <laughs> I, I can so relate. Important part, I know. Sure, Hair's going to
0: be perfect. Hair's great story, be perfect. But, <laughs> yeah. great story, but <laughs> right. what about me? That fine.
2: Exactly. nobody told me about, about the...
3: me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> nobody told me my tie was crooked. Yeah, How right. dare they?
3: I had lipstick on my teeth. Why didn't you tell yeah. me that? <laughs> so I was looking at this at story, looking at my story, and then I turned on the competition, and the same he. The guy was, the reporter was there with me, so I knew he was there. So I looked at his story, and he had a fact that I didn't have. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be fired. Mm -hmm. So I get in my car. I drive to the station at night. They were getting ready to do the 11 o'clock, and Nick Clooney was there. And I said, he said, what are you doing here this time of night? And I said, well, and I told him, I said, I did my story today, and I thought I did a great job, but then I looked at their story, and he had some information I didn't have, and I feel really bad about it. He said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. What did he say? And I told him what he said. And I said, okay, and what did you not say? I said, I didn't say that. And so he said, don't worry about it. You're going to be fine. But remember to always check, you know, everything that's going on. Even if you hear something that you think is not important, it could be important to somebody else. He said, it's, it's fine. Nobody's going to look at your story and say, oh, my gosh, you forgot to put that in. He said, but next time, just be a little more thorough. He said, you're a good reporter. I, I know you can do it. And after that, I was like, Okay. And I went out, and after that, I was just like on top of everything. I mean, I would write down stuff. Didn't They'd have lunch you know, menus, and I'm like, okay, they're having this for lunch. I just didn't want to miss anything. Sure. So I think that's the time when I said, you know what, I'm with a great station, and I want to be great too. And it wasn't just for like patting on the back. I just wanted to be great. I wanted to, like you said, up my game and kind of be on the same level as everybody else.
2: So why Nashville? Was it because the job was open to, to walk us through you're, you're, you know, we, Joe sure. and I did not grow up here. Right. Uh, well, I'm, we're Yankees, so to speak. Yep. Uh, too. but every has that path and, uh, and then we like it and then we love it. And then here we are 30 years
3: later. So, right. So, exactly. right? So, so what's right. your path? <laughs> um, I came here because I was, uh, I was married and I was kind of trying to decide what I wanted to do. I was, uh, instant, I was in uh, Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh is a great city too. Oh, I, yeah. I love it. Good news city. Really good right. news city. But I was thinking, you know what, maybe it's time to move on because I was doing weekends. I was the weekend anchor and I had kids at that point. And I'm like, oh, we, you know, um, yeah, weekends, it's I'm, yeah, tough. it's kind of tough. So I, I kind of I had an agent and he said, hey, I've got some interest uh, for you. I said, oh, really? And he said, yeah, I don't know what you know about Nashville. And I'm like, oh, no, not Nashville. <laughs> because I didn't know anything about sure. Nashville. Well,
1: it was an old country, country <laughs> exactly. music town. In
3: Immediately, I thought of Hee Haw. Yeah. And I'm, right. like, <laughs> I'm like, oh. We all have this, We all have
2: the same story, Vicki. Right. What am I doing? Why? <laughs> exactly. what, you're going where?
3: Right, Nashville. So I thought, well, he said, well, you know what, just go in for an interview and see what you think. He said, you don't have to take it, but I mean, you know, if they offer it, we'll find out what's going on. I said, okay. What year would this so be? So this was 1980. 19- 89. Okay. Yeah, I was 89. So I uh, I came in, and I was, you know, the streets were paved. So I was. <laughs> <laughs>
1: people were. There were 32
3: <laughs> teeth. <laughs> there, was, there was water. <laughs> yeah, there was running water. Uh, people wore
2: shoes. <laughs> <laughs> there was more than, there was gospel music, for God's sakes. Here. That's there
3: true. Was there was gospel music. music. Holy smokes. Yeah. <laughs> so I came. I came in and interviewed and they kind of showed me around and i i kind of thought oh okay this isn't exactly what i thought it was going to be you know he said and they even said and this is where we used to do hee-haw because they actually had hee-haw and that's where they did hee-haw from at the, the station there and i thought okay well maybe this is something so i went home and uh, they made me an offer and my agent said so what do you think and i said you know what? At that time, truthfully, my husband and I were not doing well. And so I said, you know what? This is a sign. It's time to go. I said, I'm taking my three kids and we're going south. And wow. so that's what I did. I took three wow. kids. That is a, that's what a, a I got <laughs> chills <laughs> just hearing now that. Now the second I,
1: story begins, just you on your own here. Who yeah. was the lineup on Channel 5 back then in 89? Oh, was it was Chris um, Clark, Chris, of course.
3: Chris Clark, uh-huh. uh, Ron House, and okay. Hope Hines. All right. Well, mm-hmm. that's the one that Power endured. House. That was the one
1: that endured uh forever. Yeah. And your first role there was reporting or were you no, also No, I was
3: I came in as an anchor. Uh, during the day? Yeah, during yeah. the day. Okay, great. So and that was that was fun. And it was just um it was it it felt fresh and it felt new and it felt like okay, like a new start for me.
1: In my uh weather days at News Channel 5. I filled in for Bree when she right. was pregnant. So I was on with Vicky all the time. Um, just about if I was on it was that that was my segment you were you, just do a you remember delight. Joe I all? do, do you, okay yeah, yeah. You, oh you were just a delight <laughs> you know here's I'm just this guy standing over there and I had weather felt like, geek felt like you know I'd been there for years so that you were very kind And the story oh, thank you. Rory was on here also and I tell the story of uh when you make your ways the news channel 5 building has been there since 19. 19-
3: 60 something, 60 something. Yeah. and no, yeah. many
1: things in it have not changed one bit in That's the hallways and what's on the walls and one of them is the uh, pictures of all the employees and you get your picture made the day you're hired and so they're all up on the wall mm-hmm. And you'll see a young Vicki Yates up there who's been there 30 years. And it's the
3: picture's crumbling because it's, oh, it's so great.
1: Old. <laughs> it's great. John and I's picture would be in black and white. But uh, it's 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 just terrific of uh, the longevity and what a great team uh, News Channel 5 is in the in the building, uh, especially back in those days.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, TV's changed a bit now, I think, but a it's, bit. it's 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 still the core. It was a great place to be.
3: It really is. It's just a lot of fun. I think there's a lot of co- cohesiveness. People are really kind of, we work together on things. I worked with a, a camera person, uh, Charlie Woodward, who was just like the brother from another mother. Mm-hmm. And we just really got along and it was easy when you have somebody that you trust. And when, you know, when you're in TV, you have to trust somebody because if something's going on and you don't know it, maybe somebody else will tell you, you know, this is what's happening and you need to know this. So I just thought it was a, a it was another family oriented place for me to be. I'm very close to family and if i go somewhere and i feel like i'm with family then I'm, I'm good but if i go somewhere and i feel like nobody's you know connected or they're trying to stab you in the back or, or whatever i'm i'm out
2: where's the picture did they give it to you as a you know what? or, or do they, <laughs> they auction it off or something no. No. No.
3: the new way that they well the i guess it's been a few years now but they've got all the pictures in the hallway like you said when you're about to leave they turn your picture upside down oh. and so Wow! <laughs> no. I don't know what's about it. No turning, no turning back. Yeah, it's like, geez, you are I leaving. You're leaving. <laughs>
2: oh wow. my goodness! That's I great. thought maybe. They- rapid, rapid, rapid,
3: rapid, rapid,
0: rapid, rapid fire, fire. rapid fire, rapid. Pew 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 pew. Rapid, <laughs> rapid. <laughs> rapid fire.
2: Yep,
1: this is really happening. I, I'm upside down. Uh, bye bye. I thought you know maybe they would take you off and put you up in the lobby and no. thank you. <laughs> For your dedication, <laughs> you're gonna like,
2: flip you upside down. What the hell? Next. Oh my goodness. Anyway, uh rapid fire. Okay. Uh, anything you think of, real quick. These are really quick uh, answers, and sure. they never are. So, okay. Joe, what? So we 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 violate everything. We overpromise, underdeliver.
1: Lots of eating for you in Nashville. Oh, Lots yeah. of people listening. Everybody, where I travel for my job, oh, I gotta come to Nashville. Exactly. What's one of your Favorite restaurants?
3: Um, one of my favorite restaurants. Oh, um, they're not a sponsor. I promise oh, you. Okay. Don't, 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 <laughs> yeah. i like, you're not going to burn I, you want to put some names down? Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of where I've gone recently. I like I like Italian food. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's um one called oh what's it called? You yeah. <laughs> <yodel> or <laughs> I should know this. Downtown? It's downtown. Ah. walking from Channel 5 or no? No. Oh, no. Okay. Walking from, no. Oh, you know, one of my favorite restaurants, and it's really kind of out there, is Thai's <laughs> Sandwiches and Soup. It's a little place next to, on 4th, 4th Street? On mm-hmm. 4th Street. And when you go in, there's no sitting down. They're sitting outside if you want to, because it's open courtyard. Mm-hmm. But when you go in, it is the best chicken cheese soup. It's chicken queso soup yeah. that i've ever had and okay. i go in sometimes even now that i'm retired i go back and get chicken queso soup
2: if you uh dead or alive you can pick uh, some dinner guests that you'd like to, to to uh to have and break bread over who, who might Ooh. be on the vicky yates invitation list
3: <laughs> who would be on my list probably i've always said martin luther king jr sure. because i would love to know what it was really like for him back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was born then, but I was a kid, so I didn't, you know, and how, what he thinks of what's going on now. Mm-hmm. I would I would love to hear that. Um, Michelle Obama, mm-hmm. because I haven't met her, but she's very You met her hubby. I met her husband. You, you interviewed, yeah. interviewed her, I her hubby. I yeah. did, yeah, I did. Um, probably Nick Clooney. Because Nick has stories. He's one of those, you know, Rosemary Clooney's his was his sister. Mm-hmm. And so he's got all these stories. Whenever you talk to him, he'll say, well, you know, when I was blah, blah, blah. And you just sit there and like an hour later, you're still sitting there because he's telling you this. And you're like into it because he used to be an actor, too. So he kind of acts out the roles. Um.
1: <laughs> he was quite a uh, good looking guy, just like yeah, George, had his gray was. hair, just one of your stately... Uh, you know, dude in a suit that was your local anchor and well known because exactly. pre internet TV, w- TV was a great job. TV, radio, oh, yeah. and even newspaper people made a great salary too. Exactly. Pre internet, you know, you were
3: it. And I really hate that newspapers have gone in the direction they've gone in. I mean, yep. I know I understand why they have, but it's just, it just seems like a part of your life is just gone. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't reach it. I mean, there are. Obviously, newspapers, but it's not. They're so thin; they don't have a lot same. of information. Not it's not the yeah. same. Not yeah. the
1: same. Um, everybody gets this one. Uh, what advice would you give your 18 year old self?
3: Oh, I would tell her, um, "Your mom was right. You don't <laughs> want to be an artist." <laughs> I was, Is that right? I wanted to be an artist. Uh-huh. I told my mother when I was 18, I think I'm going to go to art school, and I had just gotten accepted by Michigan State University. They'd sent and said, "Hey, you're you're in." and my mother knew that and she said you're not going to art school she said you're going to michigan state university and i'm like but no I, I'm, my my teachers tell me that i'm really good at it and i love it and i can just she said do you know you will not make any money from <laughs> she said and you're not coming back here <laughs> you know and i'm like oh okay so no no net you're no. not going to catch me thanks mom <laughs> thanks mom no but she was so right and it, that's kind of how i got into tv because i went to michigan state and communication, telecommunication yeah, was school. my,
2: yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Um, either or, uh, a book on your nightstand right now mm-hmm. or what is in your, uh, what do you play on your iPod? What music do you listen to? What's what's in um, your, do you have a CD player in your car anymore? I, I, mean, I, I do, we do actually. We do actually, but, I do. I, I I have. Know, but I'm just, what, what would be? Um,
3: uh, on my book stand? is a book called Be My Baby by Ronnie Spector. You know Ronnie Spector of oh, the sure. Ronettes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She wrote a, uh, an autobiography, and <laughs> I just finished it literally like two days ago, okay. and it was great. Uh, my music—it kind of fluctuates. I'm I'm trying to get into jazz because as I when I was growing up, my parents played a lot of it, and I was like, oh, "Gosh, mm-hmm. how do you listen to that?" But now as I get older, <laughs> <laughs> I get older, I like that. I like a lot of. Um, I'm a, a member of the Beehive. Beyonce. Okay. I'm one of their older members, but I am one of the members. Okay, of good. The um, I like Harry Styles. I really like his music. I think it's it's thoughtful. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, and no matter where I go, no matter what I'm driving or listening to, Stevie Wonder. Good any, for you. Any of his yep. songs, any yep.
2: of his songs. Intervisions was my f- oh, first man. album along with Fragile Yes. And I could still recite that from, and when I hear covers of Higher Ground and stuff, right. I'm like, you know, that's a Stevie. They're like, what I'm like, yeah. So I show exactly. my age again, but no, good stuff. Yeah, Stevie forever. Yeah, yeah.
1: we uh, we talk about our childhood growing up. <laughs> sure. And you've been in many areas. Do you have what 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 would you ping as maybe a favorite childhood memory or something that influenced you uh, in your youth?
3: Um my, One of my best memories was uh, my dad would come home from work and I would kind of meet him at the door and or outside, I would come outside. Anyway, he would drive, and he'd come to the door, or he'd come to the front of our house, and he'd say, oh, hey, dear, how are you doing? And I was like, daddy, next time I'm going to meet, I'm going to beat you here. I'm going to go to the end of the corner, and when I see you, I'm going to run here, and I'm going to beat you. And he said, okay. So he, the next day, I'm not the corner. I'm looking, waiting for him, and here he comes, and I just take off, and I'm going, I'm just running, running, running. I get home, and he's still coming, and I'm like, I did beat him and so he gets out the car i said you beat me i mean i yeah. beat you i beat you he said you sure did dear and it's never dawned on me until i got older oh he was driving slowly so i could <laughs> win I'm oh, like, what? Yeah. i really thought i'd beaten him i'm like running like
2: he was just, sandbagging I mean, yeah <laughs> yeah he yeah, was. was that but when you got home the family picture was upside down no i'm just kidding <laughs> <That's> <laughs>
3: That's yeah. that yeah, was... they cut me out of it and it was upside.
1: Down. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> kidding yeah.
0: Joe and John have come to uh, the like fork that? in the road.
3: I, I
2: worked that back in. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. Well, you talk about fork in the road of, of not taking your 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 mom's uh, or not you know following your mom's advice right. and not going to. But another fork in the road, you know, uh, we all have TV stories of of going like you know I didn't get a job one time in Winston Salem, uh, North Carolina because uh, the person I interviewed with, the news director didn't call me back in 1987 because he had died in the newsroom. And, and I <laughs> oh didn't, I know, I know. It's like, I'm like, well, that's one reason why. I did. But I thought had he lived, had I maybe have gotten the job because I didn't interview again Sure. and I could have gone and maybe it wouldn't be in Nashville. So forks in the road, and it could have been something that happened to you last week. Could be mm-hmm. something with you. I know you, have, uh, you know you have a wonderful mother and successful kids and all that. Thank um, you. Uh, what, But what is a fork in the road that, Maybe you could have maybe not been in Nashville or so forth.
3: I was offered a job in Dallas, Texas, Ooh. and it was a great job. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was anchoring and yeah. reporting, and which was fine because that's what I was doing. And uh, after I got back, and I, I know it sounds like a sob story, but my ex and I were not doing well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, should I just leave him or, you know, should I take him with me? Because I don't know where this is going and I, I just decided not to take the job because it was like, you know, they wanted me to be there now, and I was like, oh, I can't, and, you know, because I'm still in this relationship, and uh, so I regret that. That was a fork in the road, but I don't because I got, I wouldn't be here, right? You know, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have been in Nashville all that time,
1: well, Vicky. You've also maybe to speak on your career, mm-hmm. uh, Oprah. In Nashville, you definitely know that Oprah worked at News Channel 5. I do. They drag her out every. Whatever happened
2: to her? <laughs> whatever
1: he wants to do. Did that, that ever work out hey, for her? Oprah wonder. was here. Yeah, every ratings. Every <laughs> Where every are they ratings, now? Every ratings period, there's a, hey, <laughs> hey Oprah used to work true. here. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, the true. Uh, you, Five you, part series, yeah. yeah you discussed. <laughs> Uh, read Michelle Obama's book. Channel Five's right. run by women, Lynn Plantanya and uh, Sandy, Sandy Boonstra, Boonstra. Mm-hmm. and I don't know if Michelle's still there. Michelle's still there. Michelle's still there. Yeah. So, uh, what has it been like in your life in broadcasting? Speak to the fact as a woman uh, working yourself up through the ranks.
3: Well, that's a good question. Um, it's been it's been difficult at times when I first started out. You were seen as just oh, okay. You know, you're eye candy or you're whatever, you know, or you're our quota. We got one black. Okay, we're good to go. Um, but as I got older, I would notice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's beautiful, she said. That, that was pretty good. I just, that's refreshing. That pretty
3: good, uh-huh. Serious. Oh, my goodness. But as time went on, you realized that some people will always generalize about you, you know, no matter what you're doing, no matter who you are, they're going to always generalize. And so for me, it was important to make uh, a name for myself instead of just, you know, Vicki Yates of new channel five or KDKA or whatever. I wanted to make a name for myself. And so what I did partially what I did uh, to help change that was I would go out and talk to groups who, who other people wouldn't necessarily talk to. I remember, and, in cincinnati my producer and i who actually she lives here now we haven't seen each other hello cheryl billings if you're out there nice
2: oh cheryl she <laughs> yeah she cheryl? emails us a lot
3: she was my producer and they said you know what you guys what do you want to do a series on and we were both i don't know and turned out i won't go into that but some of us had relatives who were gay Mm -hmm. And we were it was in the 80s. And we were saying, you know what, they a lot of gay people are getting mistreated for no reason at that time too, AIDS had just kind of hit. And it was just like a train wreck. And so we we said, we're going to look into the gay community. And my news director was uh, forward enough to say, okay, he was a younger guy. And he said, Okay, you guys do what you have to do. We actually got sent to San Francisco to meet up with uh, the men's choir of San Francisco and they performed and we came back and we talked to people on, on the streets in San Francisco and we came here and talked to some people here who were more under, not here, uh, in KDK in Cincinnati, but they were more undercover because, you know, not at that time you couldn't really talk about everything that you felt you were mm-hmm. because other people wouldn't understand it. So we did that and it was a really good series and we were just really glad that we did it and. We got so much mixed feedback we got people who said oh god is going to you know okay. shame you because you've done this and then we've gotten calls from people who said my son is gay and i'm so glad that you'd made it seem normal and you know so that was something that really meant a lot to both of us she and i both got a lot out of that
2: i do think that when i think of uh, uh dare i say the glory years and i know this is the <laughs> typical uh get off my lawn old man thing but well, you know you think of yourself and Demetria and Ann Holt and this kind of glory and the Chris Clarks and you know you, Mueller's kind of a last man standing kind of there, a guy right I mean there's yeah. just I just feel like this this when you worked in, in especially 80s 90s early 2000s you work at a station that's dedicated to do things right to To have Phil Williams, you know, there's no Phil Williams. There's no accountability. It's just trying to do less with more and fill the airtime and so forth, so on. Uh, What the hell am I getting to? Um, But but I I just (laughs) think that. But 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 the beauty of you, among the beautiful things about you, is that uh, it wasn't and it has never been about being on TV or being a celebrity in Nashville, uh, getting the best table, getting a parking spot, so forth doing really good stories like the one you just talked about, the ones that make a difference. Sure. There's still not enough of those. That's true. And and I, I I burned out on news. I was a sports guy for a long time just because I didn't want to stand in front of crime tape. And I didn't think that was especially... It, yes, it filled the, the time slot and it had flashing lights. John, get the flashing lights and the crime tape behind you. It's like... Oh, I want to do the story on the Make-A-Wish kid in the cul-de-sac in Smith County who uh, the kids, you know, the neighborhood is rallying and it's a good, inspiring story. Exactly. But I've heard this for 40 years. There's not enough good news stories. But you, didn't you feel like those were the ones that, like, man, I I did move the needle for somebody. You
3: do. And I remember, uh, I met a woman who, uh, when I was in, uh, was I in? Was I in KDKA? I, I may have been in Kay. Yeah, it was. You know, it's a big blur, oh, isn't no. it? All just, those call letters. All those and- call letters. Yeah, Pittsburgh, I was in Pittsburgh. Anyway, uh, her daughter had leukemia, and her daughter was a grown woman. It wasn't, you know, you hear leukemia, you think children, but no, she was a grown woman. And she was fighting for her daughter's rights because they were kind of just counting her out, counting her daughter out. And she was like, no, she needs, you know, I've heard the medications that she can use. She was doing a lot of uh, looking into uh, research. And so she said, can you help me? And I would connect her with other, with doctors and, and they would talk. But I remember, because um, you could, because I could, you had yeah, the connection. Exactly. Right. I had connections had that juice. she didn't have. And so, um, even, uh, sadly, her daughter passed away before she got any help or the real help that she probably needed. And I just remember her mother coming up to me and saying, "You know, it's a it's a sad day, but I just think of how nice you were and how you opened doors that you know, that we couldn't open." And that's all she said to me. And then she walked away. and And I attended the funeral, but I just remember thinking, "Wow, you know, I wouldn't. Ne- I mean, if my child died, that w- I wouldn't think to even go to somebody and say that." And so. It meant that she really appreciated just the little stuff I had done. I just connected her with people. I didn't change lives, so that you know that was important to me. That was really important.
1: Talk about your kids. Your daughter's just a stellar, beautiful woman.
3: (laughs) Thank you. I'm trying to think of
1: what I've seen on the Book of Faces (laughs) here and stuff. So talk about where your kids are now. (laughs) The
3: Book of Faces. My daughter is here. Actually, she works for Alliance Bernstein. But she also has... Um, what is that? I'm dumb. Alliance Bernstein is sort of like a financial company that...
2: Well, no wonder I haven't heard uh, of
3: it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sure people who invest with them get really good returns. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, good. Okay. That's impressive. She does impressive. the social media there. She's not uh, into the oh. actual okay. finances. She does social media. But on social media, uh, on the internet, she has a, a program. Well, it's not a program. It's a, a series of... It is, uh, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Just, gonna... yeah. We, we, just whenever, whenever you get that <laughs> yeah. dialed in, do... just, just let here. us know. Over here, we're here. Yeah.
2: We're here. Just take your time. Yeah. She does, she loves
3: history and she does stories about his stories you didn't know in history. Mm-hmm. And they're they're very successful. And she's um, she's been doing that for years. She likes doing that. Even though she enjoys her job, that's more creative. She can tell stories. I mean, stories about. She did a story about a woman who uh, would kill her, her uh, back in the like eighteen hundreds would kill her staff and cook them up literally cook them up as opposed to cook them up a meal <laughs> they were the meal. Oh my I mean God. now that's kind of a strange one. Sounds but. like a
2: Netflix series <laughs> yeah. that needs to happen sometime soon.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she also does other ones. Uh, she did fine um, <laughs> <example>. <laughs> <laughs> she did the rock and it was she was talking about WWE she's very interested in WWE she knows all the wrestlers and everything and so she was doing a story on how he kind of started and he, she did the story and she put it out and she dressed up like him and he called her and i don't know how he got he ca- literally called her on her on the message message line or something and he said hey i saw that and i just think that is great i you, you did such a great job please keep up the good work and as a result oh. she got 35,000 <laughs> followers because they saw that he had liked her. her that's piece. nice.
1: Well, what's her name? Where could people find it?
3: Tori Yates Orr. And you can find it. I, she's under Tori Yates Orr on, on uh, Instagram.
1: Okay, that's a, that's a social
2: media
3: thing, right? Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's what it's called. That's you, you gotta wear shades.
0: Uh-huh. World Wide Web. Mashman. All right. So, as we wrap things
2: up, uh, we like to look to the future. Sure. Your, your future's bright. <laughs> uh, you wrapped up an incredible career and you're not, uh, uh, so, so I know you, you say you're not sure exactly, you're going to do a lot of little things, right? but you still have juice in this town. You, you, you know, the credibility, you can still help people. Uh, so why, you know, in, in Nashville, the political deal, you know, there's just a lot of, it's not the same city it's, no, as we it's all not. came here. It's right. True. I mean, you know, why? Well, you know, but it ain't. You know, um, dare I say, I grew up in South Bend, Indiana, Right. Nobody's moving to South Bend. Right. Nobody's moving to Flint. (laughs) Nobody's moving to Buffalo. Nobody's moving to, where are you in Delaware? Where are you from?
1: Wilmington. Yeah, uh, yeah,
2: Wilmington. Wilmington. That's, you know, that's no. So give us a reason why the future's bright.
3: Future's bright because I'm still healthy. Um, I'm going to be on 31st, I'll be 70 years old.
1: What? Wow. I wouldn't have guessed that.
3: Holy... (laughs) Really,
1: oh, mm, yeah. very sweet. Uh-huh. Thank you. This is
2: taunting.
1: <laughs> yeah, Maybe we I look thought as we
2: good. look.
3: You Maybe do. Look as good. You no. look great. You look great. Great. Wow. But because I am healthy and I'm still involved and I'm still interested, I think you have to stay interested in things because if you lose your interest, then it's like a downward spiral. Uh, so that's kind of what I want to do. I want to do things that intrigue me, but I also want to work with other groups like the YWCA. I'm a member of the Y and I just really want to help young ladies kind of get their, their feet on the ground and get started in the right direction.
1: Well, we we are... Thoroughly enjoyed that you accepted the invitation to of be course. here. Of course, this is fun. And I know uh we have the folks that are listening. It's great to hear your stories because they've watched you tell the story uh, for over thirty years. Six Emmys, or what you ended up, I think, plus probably
3: seven and a Silver Circle
1: award. Holy cow! The self, yeah,
2: the Silver Circle is twenty-five years, but not mm-hmm. you got it. Not just be in the biz. You got to be damn good at it. When Bob so Mueller. They, they just don't hand those out. Well, they <laughs>
1: handed out to Bob. When Bob Mueller was on, he brought them all in and Did set them really? He has to set them up all around him while he talks and has a person that. <laughs> Did they had his. That's not true. That's not true. But it's, it's, uh, it's you know, and Emmy, uh, Emmy Mark's great dedication and, and work ethic, which is uh, what you have, Vicki. Thank so, you. Uh, yeah, may God bless you Thank and you your so next much. moves that unfold in front of you.
3: I appreciate it. Because we all love you. I love you guys too. Very
1: happy that you're a guest here on the second cup of Joe. And John.
0: It's the second cup of Joe and John as their guests expound on any and all topics within the realm of decency. Want to be a sponsor? Let a TV and radio guy help build your business. Email the show. Second cup of Joe and John at gmail.com. Now, hold on tight and grab another second cup of Joe and John.